welcome to the Trinity Reformed Church Podcast. Start a business for the sake of your kids. An interview with Caleb Christopher from the Family Based Business Workshop. Okay, let's jump in to Caleb. So, um, so Caleb, uh, Caleb is the co-founder of Piper and Leaf Tea Company. Is anybody here familiar with Piper and Leaf's tea? Okay, got a couple fans. So, um, so Piper and Leaf is family-owned. There you go. Family-owned, operated local tea company. Um, all of their teas are blended with uh, local ingredients, uh, as local as possible, straight from the garden or the farm or the forest or the briar patch. Um, so if you're looking for a cup, uh, they've got stores around town, farmer's market, um, and, uh, and, a, and a really cool factory slash tea shop down in Lacey Springs. So um, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Yes, sir. So Caleb uh, lives like we can almost see each other's houses from from uh, where we live, so they're kind of up on the hill behind us, um, looking down on us, which is appropriate. Um, Our ivory tower. That's right, up on their ivory tower. They've got seven kids uh, as well, um, and uh, we uh, we get to bump into each other a lot uh, at a lot of different things. So, um, okay, so tell us about growing up. So when you grew up. What were you thinking? How, I know that you did some kind of cool entrepreneurial things as a kid. Will you tell us a little bit about that? Sure. Um, when I was a kid, I, um, my, I always wanted to have a business. And uh, whatever that was, whether um, I, I just loved the idea. And I had um, some family up in Minnesota, and they had a family business they made and sold trailers hmm. and they had a bunch of kids as well and their kids worked for the trailer business hmm. and uh, one year when I was 12 uh, my dad was an engineer and I would want to go to work and he was like well what are you gonna do water my plants like, <laughs> you know there just wasn't there weren't good opportunities yeah 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 and so um, anyway for whatever reason my uncle called my dad, I was 12 years old, and he said, hey, I wanna fly Caleb up and just let him hang out with us and work in the business for a week. That's awesome. And um, I was 12, terrified, um, but I flew to uh, Minnesota by myself and uh, hung out with them for a week. Hmm. And it was so cool, they, their kid, their, their young kid, their, they had kids the same age as me and then yeah. up to about 14, 15 years old, they would ride their bikes 10 miles to their work every day, work all day, and then ride 10 miles back on their bikes. Wow. And their parents let them do this. <laughs> um, <laughs> they all had GPS trackers on them, I'm sure. No, yeah, well, they so had walkie-talkies. Okay. So, um, and, and they had cool bikes. You know, they all had treks. They all had the coolest <laughs> stuff. And, and they all had jobs. They were all working and making enough money to have $400 yeah. bikes and, yeah. and stuff. And I loved it. I loved working. Yeah. And um, my cousin, who was 15, was running QuickBooks 
wow. um, for the for the business. Um, and it was just like these people have skills that have been developed, yeah. and they're working together. They're having fun, goofing off, and um, and it just I wanted that so bad. Huh. And um, and obviously my you know my, I didn't have that right, but yeah. you know I had a good upbringing, good. I loved my family and yeah. life and everything, but I wanted to have a business. Yeah. And so, um, from very, so I got back and I was just like, dad, I love this. And so he actually helped me. He saw that I wanted to do a business. And so he, uh, he was like, well, we could start an oil changing company. And so I was like, sounds great. Let's do it. So I was, by that time I was about 14 and we started a mobile oil changing company. Nice. And it was a horrible failure. Um, <laughs> made no money. Dad was trying to, and I'm, I'm the same way, um, but he's trying to charge like the same price Walmart charged right, right. for a like home delivery right. kind of service. And we didn't have quite the value tied to the product. Yeah, um, yeah. And so actually... I think, I think you told me about, uh, about a potential engine failure situation. Oh yeah, I don't want to go into that. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Let's just say the, the finale to that business was explosive. <laughs> um, That's awesome. <laughs> unfortunately, and it always, those kind of accidents always happen on the nicest yeah. people. Yeah. And um, you guys probably even know the person that it happened to. Um, That's awesome. And he was so gracious, and it was so embarrassing. Uh, <laughs> But, but you, yeah. learned, you, you probably never forgot that. Yeah, well, and it was one of the first lessons in learning how to apologize regularly. Yeah. Um, and I think in business, that's, yeah. that's one of the most useful things I've learned is, um, you know, I have to, I'm responsible for all my employees' mistakes and my mistakes yeah. and the company's mistakes. Yeah. And so I'm the one who has to apologize. And so anyway, yeah, that was awesome. one of the first lessons. So oil change, oil change that business. kind of, yeah, thankfully we were on our way home after pressure washing the driveway for hours to clean it off. And it's brand new, <laughs> brand new driveway, of course, brand new house, oil all over. Anyway, um, it's <laughs> awesome. Uh, so did you start pressure washing business at that point? Or well, what? yeah, yeah, actually. Um, so <laughs> I started, sense. I had a lawn care business too. I was mowing okay. grass on the side and, um, Ended up just growing that business and working that. Got through um, college. My dad paid for me to come to UAH, and um, super grateful for that. Um, What'd you study? Uh, engineering. I was he. He really wanted me to be an engineer. I kind of <laughs> let him down. But um, <laughs> so I was in electrical engineering for three years, yeah. and it was pretty difficult. So good job to all you guys out there who can <laughs> get through it. Um, it was really challenging. I had an art minor. Um, okay. I was, that was the only way I could cope with the classes <laughs> was uh, I was doing oil painting on the side. Um, awesome. And so uh, anyway, by three years, I was like, Dad, this just isn't going to work. Yeah. I have no intention of being an engineer. So I, he kind of grudgingly, well, he let me. I switched. I switched to business. Nice. Um, yeah, I wonder if they're listening to me, but it's this not, you don't have to do that to start a business. Yeah. There's some books that'll get you there really yeah. quickly. Um, <laughs> let's just yeah. stop there. But um, anyway, yeah. 
Well, no, it's a, so one of the things I've I've uh, I've learned over the years about business degree is a business degree is really supposed to teach you how to operate uh, a business. It's really about like fine tuning an already existing yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of business yeah. model, which it's managing a business. It's not so much starting a business. Mm -hmm. It's Definitely. a different skill set. Yeah, I mean, I was in like labor relations contract negotiation. Right. Like, well. That's something you'll never I might, I mean, <laughs> Maybe I someday. will. I don't know, yeah. but hopefully yeah. not. <laughs> it's a while out. Uh, anyway, um, so let's see here. Yeah, so how did, you, yeah. how did you go from lawns to engineering to business to tea? Yeah, so I got married Okay. in large part thanks to Jason, actually. He was like, dude, would you just marry that girl? <laughs> I was like, oh, who? <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> that's awesome. So I did. That's basically the whole story. I swear. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, I got married, and I was just kind of making money, making enough to be, you know, happy single guy. Yeah. Um, but getting married, and then within a year we had, um, through a series of events, we ended up with the three children. Yeah. Um, and so I know about those things events. got real really fast. Um, all of a sudden, I was extremely poor. And we were having a lot of trouble figuring out. I wanted a business still. I did yeah. not want to sit on a mower mowing grass. Um, yeah. I wanted to run a business. And I loved lawn care. I loved it as a business, but it was just tricky. Yeah. Um, lots of tragic things happened during that time. God took us to great lows. Um, and he provided for us through all of it. Yeah. Um, to, you know, you hear the, like, I mean, it's just crazy. How do you, you know, why, why do, why does God put anonymous hmm. money in your mailbox, you know, but it happened and um, wow. got us through those times. Um, hmm. So we were really, really, really poor and um, looking for any way to make money. I mean, it was just, we we're um, not doing well. So um, <laughs> anyway, my brother-in-law, big thinker and, um, he was like, hey, I want to start this, you know, thing at a farmer's market for that kind of builds community. <laughs> and the, uh, but it's, I'm super mad because the farmer's market people won't let me in. Hmm. I'm like, well, what did you tell him? What are you selling? He's like, well, just what I told you. I don't know. Community stuff. <laughs> and I'm like, what? So anyway, Bridget and I were so frustrated at him because it's like, He's complaining all the time about how mean the market people are. <laughs> right. And anyway, so we were just like, okay, let's start this for you. So what do you want to, let's figure out something to sell. He's like, well, I don't care. So we were like, okay, compost. Let's sell compost. We've got a bunch of it. It works. Um, surely people want to buy compost, right? Yeah. And uh, so he's like, okay, whatever. But I, I, I was thinking maybe something to, to drink out of a mason jar, like kind of a lemonade or something. I was like, okay, lemonades, nah, we're not doing that. But um, tea, we like tea, and the South likes tea, and I think Southern tea is pretty gross, so yes. I bet we could make it better. Agree to that. Um, Bridget and I had gotten obsessed with high-quality stuff, and hmm. um, anyway, so we tried it out. I drew up a logo, spray-painted it. I cut out the stencil out of an oatmeal can, spray-painted some jars. Um, we bought a couple hundred bucks worth of tea on Connor's card. I had no money, so nice. I said, Connor, I need a thousand bucks. And he said, okay, here's my credit card. Um, <laughs> and he was in Alaska at the time, by the way. 
while he's applying for farmers markets. I'm like, what are you thinking? Anyway, it's okay. Um, so, yeah. So anyway, we started. We we go to the market, make yeah. some blends. We had a garden um, with some good friends of ours. We we bought a dehydrator, dried some stuff, made up some a few cool blends that were tasty, and. Um, and went to the farmer's market and we had a trailer full of compost that we had spent weeks working on and just like sifting and, and working. We had been really into that. And then uh, we had this tea and we sold out a tea. Um, I think we sold $850 of tea the first night and we sold $6 of compost. <laughs> um, <laughs> Okay. And I was like, Bridget, I love this. This is awesome. And so um, we, I can't even go, there's too many details, but yeah. we were trying to start a different company at that time. We we're, like I said, dirt poor, trying to make something work. Yeah, so um, I will say like business advice, the best way to start a business and the best way to, you know, build your faith is if you have nothing, then you have nothing to lose. Um, and so just dive in and get started. Um, that helps. And, uh, but anyway, um, yeah, so we, long story short, I had, well, I had, uh, almost short, I had, uh, I had just built some good steam with this other business we were going to start. I had found an investor who was gung-ho. He's actually ready to invest in our other company. Is that like a, that was like a software thing? Yeah, it was a software. Um, it was a, it was a software as a service um, for, for, um, for the trades industry. Hmm. Um, and I had built it for my business, my lawn care business, and it was working great. Um, it was a cool product, but it was, it was you know, tricky. Yeah. And um, I ended up having to call him and be like, look, dude, I know I just pitched you and got you excited, but this, this side hustle thing, yeah, is, yeah. I love it, and I gotta, <laughs> I gotta do this. So anyway, I dumped that. I sold the lawn care business a month after we started, a month after our first market. Um, I just knew it was something. Hmm. Um, we were, it's so funny to think back, we were $8,000 in credit card debt, which to me was the end of the world. I was so depressed um, yeah. about that. Um, I didn't want to be in debt. Yeah. And um, I just wanted some way to pay that off. And um, the worst part about it is it was, eight th it was payroll. You know, it's like when you make payroll with a credit card, things are bad. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I just wanted to be out of that burden. And yeah. it was, you know, looking back now, like the average credit card does, like, you know, we'd be doing pretty good right there, yeah. right? Yeah, that's true. But anyway, it was still, it was a burden. And I wanted to be out of that debt. So we had made a big commitment, like we're not using credit cards, we're not doing anything, we're just, you know, cash. Um, we use credit cards now, but um, <laughs> wisely, I hope. <laughs> um, anyway, the, uh, the tea thing, it just, we, that first market really got me excited. And so we just grew with cash. We just, we, yeah. Bridget and I took like a hundred bucks from that night and bought groceries for, you know, like I actually bought sour cream. I think we were so excited. Um, <laughs> and, um, and it was just like the Lord just blessed it, you yeah. know, and there's no explanation for the success of Piper and Leaf except the Lord's blessing. Mm. I mean, just taking care of us and promising, you know, that he will provide for us yeah. no matter what, um, whether it's, you know, if everything fails, he's still going to provide because yeah. we've been there. Um, yeah. And wow. 
so anyway, just so you didn't you didn't raise any money. I mean, this is all kind of cash. Yeah. Like so actually, I gave Connor a deal. He only spent eight hundred dollars. Okay. Um, so to this day, he has eight hundred more basis points than me. It's kind of <laughs> annoying, but. That's awesome. Um, <laughs> anyway. Uh, That's awesome. Yeah. So and then we just grew. We just we found more farmers markets, um, and I mean, it's you know from there, it's just been a kind of a slow growth journey. Yeah. Um, so kind of, you had this kind of inspiration, it sounds like, from early child, you know, from like when you were mm -hmm. 12, going out to your uncle's place. And it sounds like you were kind of restless to like make that happen in some yeah. way or another. And this thing kind of came together. So is that is that kind of how, uh, like d does your company, um, have you been able to do that with, with Piper and Leaf at this point? Like is it something mm -hmm. that your family's involved in? Yeah, that's actually the coolest part. And what I love is how um, God answers prayers. And it's never the way we think. Hmm. Um, I have never had a dream to own a tea company, actually, in my life. <laughs> um, I've had dreams to do other things. But, uh, but lawn care was tricky. Um, the, stat, the employees I had, I would never want my family around. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and then the software thing was going to be virtually impossible to involve my family in. Yeah. And um, Piper and Leaf, from the beginning, we've been able to involve our kids, even down to three years old. Mm -hmm. um, there's all these little production tasks, and we do almost all of it by hand. So we're yeah. screen printing the packaging, we're chopping strawberries, we're drying them. We're, you know, it's like, yeah. I mean, you know, you've seen it. Yeah. Um, it's a very manual um, process. And you can have kids, you know, zipping a bag, sealing bags, dating bags. I mean, there's just unending things for the kids to do. Yeah. And they pretty much will work for tea, which is the best part. Yeah. 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 Um, which, by the way, if you, any of you guys are, you know, leave and don't want to start a small business, if you go to our website, click on About Us, there's a link called Slavery. <laughs> click it and apply for a job. Um, <laughs> Uh, no, but seriously, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we will give you the best slavery opportunities you've ever experienced. Um, that's awesome. <laughs> hey, there's a season for everything. There's that's right. Everything. That's right. Uh, so so no. you guys were profitable. I mean, that first farmer's market. Um, yeah. How long before you guys had a store? A year. A year. Um, okay. So yeah. Um, come to find out, the best thing UAH ever did for me was um, connections through the art world. Hmm. Um, my art minor, I had done some art shows. Um, I did this big like Western expansion uh, painting thing. Um, Sweet. Yeah, it was cool. And, um, and I met and I had all these art jurors from hmm. all over would come down and they'd critique your work, hmm. give you feedback. Well, they liked my work, thankfully. Yeah. And come to find out, Low Mill uh, is where we got our start, kind of. Um, there's a really long waiting period to get in um, at the time. Hmm. It was a six-month uh, jury process. Wow. Well, come to find out, I knew every single person on the jury, oh, nice. and they had critiqued my work. And, um, and I had been in art projects with the mill manager at wow. UH. So anyway, I kind of got shooed in uh, in three weeks, which was incredible. Um, yeah. Wow. Gave us a kitchen space, and we, or we built a kitchen space there. Wow. Um, so, yeah, that we was got this. first space. Yeah, and we kind of lost our way a little bit. I mean, I think everybody, you know, there's learning, but on the subject of profitability. Yeah. Um, there's, we were profitable at the beginning. It was, and then as we started building stores, 
and the costs were just double and triple what you're expecting. Um, you know, all of a sudden you have no profit and you're losing money. And, yeah. um, you know, 2016, we really started to kind of take a nosedive. Um, and we had to just reevaluate everything. It was like we had too many, too many employees and all this stuff. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, I'm not nearly as um, philosophically intelligent as <laughs> most of you guys. Um, but there's some simple books, business books, that I recommend. Yeah. Um, that they're simple, right? You're going to read them and you'll be like, why would he? This is such a stupid book. But they are helpful. Um, yeah. And this book that we read in 2016 was called Profit First. Hmm. Um, it's not like a philosophical, mind-blowing thing, but it changed our business. Yeah. So in that sense, it's, you get the concept in five minutes, right. but you put it into practice immediately. Yeah. And the idea was like, what are you doing? It, just put profit in a separate bank account right now. Decide what your profit can be. Hmm. If, it, if it's zero, if you're at negative, just put 1% of your income, of your sales, into a separate bank account. Dave Ramsey it, you know? Yeah. And... Um, and don't touch it. And then that gets distributed to you every quarter. And you're going to take the money because otherwise you're going to lose the steam. If you don't have any yeah. reward ever for your efforts, yeah. you're going to run out of steam. And so we were like, well, we're at negative 3% profit right now. So what it forced us to do was look at all of our different um, sales channel or yeah. costs, yeah. cost whatever you call them and centers expenses yeah, yeah there yeah, we go yeah. and um say okay well payroll's here opex is here taxes are here yeah um we have to lower four percent we got to get rid of four percent of costs yeah so we laid off people we did i mean we restructured i mean we had to do a lot of things yeah um we had to stop selling products we had to do all this stuff but it enabled us to start putting one percent into a bank account and mm -hmm. And then slowly, every single quarter, we would reevaluate that. But anyway, yeah. it's in the book. Yeah. I do highly recommend it. Um, I, I feel like, and you, 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 I mean, I think that story kind of illustrates that, that, that there's a mindset that you need to go out, figure it out, get the business degree, come up with the perfect plan. Um, but I think in both of your stories, um, there's, a, there's a gut feeling, you know, that there's some evidence, but it's a feeling that I think this is going to work. I've got reasons for it. I maybe can't explain it, but I, but I got a pretty good idea here. I'm going to go for it. And, and, uh, and then when you're in that situation uh, where you need to learn about profit, all of a sudden you're a really great learner about profit. You know, yeah. where, where like if you would have taken that class 10 years ago, it probably would have gone in, in one, one year and out the other. other. Yeah. That, so I, yeah. Yeah. I've had that experience a lot where it's like once you have skin in the game, it just focuses your attention mm -hmm. incredibly to learn to, to to identify the things I need to learn something now. I need to learn yeah. about taxes exactly. or whatever the thing is. Exactly. So. Um, so okay. So you guys are so you guys had this kind of restructuring, learned about profit, um, and so what what do you when you think about the business now? What do you think about is kind of your um, your focus? Your your kind of. Uh, are you guys a retail? Are you are you guys retail stores? Are you guys a production facility? Mm -hmm. uh, are you you know what? How do you see the, the company growing and, and what direction? Do you want it to grow? Yeah. Um, well, you know when you're one thing is when you're dirt poor. What yeah. we found is we wanted to be millionaires. 
um, because we were dirt poor. And yeah. we're like, the only way to get out of this pit is for us to be instant millionaires, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Well, um, <laughs> as soon as we started paying our bills, uh, I was like, oh, wow, I don't have to be a millionaire. Yeah. Took the stress off. Yeah. Um, and uh, so now, yeah. uh, the business is, uh, I would say, successful. It's doing well. It's a small business. Yeah. Um, another book I recommend is called Small Giants. Hmm. Um, and it's awesome. It just talks about doing what you do really well. Yeah. Um, do it excellently. We don't need more giant, you know, whatevers. Yeah. Um, but you can make a huge impact. Um, yeah. And by even as a very small company. Yeah. And Will you tell me a little bit about, because I, I know that you're doing other things other than Piper yeah. and Leaf now. So you've kind of You've built a, a healthy, profitable, growing business. Mm -hmm. You're not the next Steve Jobs. Mm -hmm. uh, you're not, not going to become a billionaire. But you've got a healthy business. It sounds like it's running now. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, essentially by itself. I mean, you're, mm -hmm. you're involved. But um, you've gotten through that crazy initial period. And so now what, what, are, what are you and Bridget able to, able to, to, to focus yeah. on um, So the and. And yeah, the, the big thing is family now. It's family involvement. How can, Bridget and I love to work together. We, she has a lot of strengths that I don't have. Yeah. Um, and, and so as we've had more kids, that's been a struggle is with Piper and Leaf. As, it, as Piper and Leaf is growing, um, she hasn't been able to be as involved lately. Yeah. Um, yeah. And which is sad for me because I want to be with her and I want to talk to her about my problems, we process together um, our challenges. Yeah. And so what stemmed from that was, um, was Airbnbs, actually. We yeah. started another company uh, because Bridget's obsessed with real estate <laughs> because she's a Proverbs 31 woman. That's right. Um, yeah, buddy. And, <laughs> and so uh, she wanted to buy real estate and yeah. she wanted to try out Airbnb and it's something she can do from home. Yeah. And, um, and so just kind of, uh, trying to keep it timely. Um, yeah. the cool thing that I'm super excited about right now is, is this idea of family involvement in, in creating Piper and leaf has turned into this, um, it's like this, uh, it's like an unfair advantage for any family enterprise we want to do now. Yeah. Um, and so if my kids want to start a business or sell bread, like they have an instant customer. Yeah. If yeah, Charlie totally. wants to mow the grass, now we have five properties he can mow. Yeah. And and it's like I mean, and so now my challenge is like, how do we not like now they feel entitled? Like yeah. But no. Um, <laughs> but you know the thing is like, give them this whole idea of of family businesses, family enterprises. It's really exciting to see. Um, how it can all work together and how, how do we find, you know, what are our kids, what can they learn? I mean, there's so yeah. much yeah. opportunity for them to learn. And, um, and so the Airbnb is just our newest kind of way to keep the family involved. Yeah. And, um, and also, I mean, who knows, what if T just gets really unpopular sometimes? You guys are anti-fragile. That's becoming the, more anti-fragile. That's the hope. Yeah. So that's awesome. Yeah. Um, well, I, I uh, this has been awesome, and I've got like 25 questions, but I do I, 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 because I went long at the beginning. I'm having to cut everyone short. So, are there any any just 
things I didn't ask that you were hoping I would that, that we can end with? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I have a lot of ideas and stuff. So, you know, if anybody, if, yeah. uh, of things that haven't worked for me and if things that have worked. Um, but I, I think the big thing is I, I hear people that are just scared of yeah. um, the, the silliest things, mostly taxes. It's yeah. like, well, I really don't want to do that because then it's going to like mess up my taxes. Right. Or I don't want to, I'm a, I don't know what I'm doing. And, and the thing is, like, just hire an accountant. Yeah. And, um, and, okay, and here's a great example of messing up your taxes. Yeah. Um, and this just happened to me. I'm, I still make plenty of mistakes, right? Um, so I, and I have an accountant. <laughs> um, but this is why you need one, is I start, we started that home, the Airbnb business. Well, brilliant for us. We started December 31st. Mm. And so I wasn't really thinking that I had to file a tax return. Dope. We had no money. I mean, yeah. we didn't, it didn't make any money. We didn't spend any money. We just started it yeah. the last day of the year for some dumb reason. <laughs> um, and so awesome. I, I finally sent the accountant all the paperwork and he's like, and he had extended anyway, we always, he always extends our taxes and whatever. Well, he didn't extend that one cause he didn't Dope. know about it. So I get a letter in the mail. Uh, you have a $2,500 penalty for not filing. Ouch. I'm like, are you kidding me? Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, my accountant's like, yeah, I know. Um, just send it to me and I'll get it waived. Nice. I'm like, I never would have even assumed I could waive that. I mean, right. it's the IRS, right? They're evil. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> so anyway, that's my advice. Just try something. I mean, I was telling somebody last night, look, he was like, if I was good at anything, I would, I would start a business. And I said, dude, my girls just did a three day sewing class and they're better than 99% of Americans with a sewing machine. They yeah. can start a sewing business tomorrow. Yeah. Like you don't have to be good at anything. You just have to try for like a week to be good yeah. at something. <laughs> so that's work. my advice. You don't need to be brilliant. You just, just have to not be afraid. Yeah of, you know, of people not liking you, you know, yeah. or whatever. I don't know, whatever you're afraid of. It's a good word. And everything Jason said, his last four points, I thought were yeah, me too. dead on. Yeah, amen. Cool, well thank you, Caleb. Yeah, thank you. I'll take your mic. Thanks for listening. If you want to find out more, check out our website at trinityreformedkirk.com. That's trinityreformedkirk.com.